This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Holly, 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 Holly. Hi, guys. Hi. Uh, where should we start this celebrity gossip mysteries odyssey here this afternoon? Wherever you would like to take us, we're willing to travel with you on your dirt alert carpet ride. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, let's go to a Los Angeles courtroom then, where Kim Kardashian testified today. Kim? Kim Kardashian took the stand in the Black China $100 million defamation lawsuit that's uh, currently under trial right now. She testified today that she had no memory of making any attempt to kill the reality show that starred Rob Kardashian and Black China. Well, that's convenient not to have that memory. <laughs> Interesting choice of words. I, ha- I do not recall. <laughs> right. Uh, but Kim Kardashian did acknowledge demanding that black china be kept off of keeping up with the kardashians oh after yeah after hearing that black china abused her brother kim kardashian said of her refusal to work with china quote i will not go into a toxic work environment she said on my own show i have the power to do that there you go it's interesting though that they've let like that tristan and scott and they've let such scummy people be on their show yeah yeah and they've had personal relationships with those individuals as well. Yeah. Now, Kim Kardashian's testimony, she spent much of the time saying, I don't remember. Mm. Well, that is a very good thing that your defense, your attorney will tell you to say. Yeah. Well, boy, I don't recall. Uh-huh. Jeez, I don't remember. Uh, but she did walk from, apparently, a report say she caused a stir when she walked from the gallery to the witness stand. Wearing a dark gray pinstripe suit and white sneakers. Well, people probably can't believe the size of her butt in person. It probably caused a gas. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I'm not kidding. Right. You know, you think, it, well, because the Kardashians cultivate their aesthetic to be photographed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is a very vi- different visual experience in person. than seeing somebody in person. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you can even see that sometimes when someone has a lot of, you know, makeup on, yeah. stage makeup, but that's meant to be photographed. Right. And then you see it in reality. You right. see paparazzi photographs. I always notice with the lip liner. Yeah. And it goes way, way over, yeah. over the lip line. Did any of the other uh, daughters testify? Kylie did today. Okay. Yeah, so Kylie Jenner also took the stand today in the Black China defamation lawsuit. Uh, And uh, she uh, was talking about uh, the relationship. You know, it's messy because remember, Kylie has a child with Tyga. Who used to date China. Who also has a child Child with... with Black China, right. Tyga. So right. there, it's you know, get get out your red string and then yes. get a, get, a, get the pictures. Yes, because they she's got a daughter who's a half sister, and Rob's got a daughter who's her niece. Right, and all related, kind of in a way. 
Yes, they're all related in kind of a way. Yes. Uh, So the defamation lawsuit continues on. Interesting. We have two huge $100 million defamation cases, one East Coast, one West Coast. Yeah, yeah. And, Mm -hmm. you know, over on the East Coast, uh, the Johnny Depp-Amber Heard defamation lawsuit continues. And a doctor who evaluated Amber Heard for 12 hours says that Amber Heard showed signs of personality disorders, according to Dr. Shannon Curry. It was the most unbelievable testimony it was unbelievable. Like unbelievable in that it was, spe- it was like it sensational was very, or no, that you was, didn't believe it? No, it was very good. This Dr. Curry, because yesterday, you know, we heard in court, Amber's attorney played like 10 second snippets of Johnny Depp saying something horrible. Then on cross exam, Johnny Depp's attorney played the whole of that, maybe two minutes. And it was Amber heard goading, yelling, throwing, slapping. And so this doctor today was like, this is classic Mm. uh, behavior, people, you know, and she explained it. In the team of Court of of Public Opinion, it is definitely swaying towards Johnny Depp's side. Interesting. Now, this doctor, who was a clinical and forensic psychologist, Dr. Shannon Curry, testified that Amber Heard showed signs of borderline and histrionic personality disorders, but not PTSD. I'm assuming that Amber Heard's attorneys are arguing that that is something that Amber Heard is experiencing. Yeah, but I mean, geez, the Milani, the makeup company, then the cop, the first cop that was on the scene when she said that she'd gotten hit by a phone. You remember when the next day she had all these bruises? That cop testified... She wasn't a victim of domestic violence. She said she wasn't. She didn't want a pamphlet. Sure. I mean, there's just been, now I know Amber when she takes the stage, but man, she is rolling her eyes and studying her fingernails and she's, they have a split screen. This is like watching a television show. Court TV does. Yes. So they have the witness and then they have a split screen on Amber. Oh boy. Now, Dr. Curry said that while she saw no evidence of PTSD in her evaluation of Amber Heard, did note that just because somebody doesn't have PTSD doesn't mean that they weren't harmed psychologically by whatever is being alleged. In this case, Ms. Heard is alleging that she was psychologically harmed and that she suffered PTSD because of the abuse that she alleges occurred by Mr. Depp. So, yes, so. and uh, this this Dr. Curry also said, you know, that um, having these two diagnosed things using the MPEM Minnesota that test, the MMPA, she said it can also come from childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. With And Amber, I think that's already been entered into testimony that she had, you know, her father was violent. Right. Yeah. And verbally abusive mm-hmm. and a big yeller and screamer. I mean, that all affects you. Yeah, yeah it certainly, certainly does. Yeah. So both lawsuits oh, continuing boy. tomorrow. Uh, Megan Fox is on the cover of Glamour UK. And she says that she and her fiance, Machine Gun Kelly, drink each other's blood for, quote, ritual purposes. Oh, of course. Oh, of the, course. This is going to end in tears. I know, but it's going to, it was a good ride. <laughs> well, I mean, they haven't even got married yet, but honestly, she said that. Yeah, so this is for Glamour UK's digital issue. I think that they might be online only at this point. But she said, so I guess to drink each other's blood might mislead people, or people are imagining us with goblets and we're like Game of Thrones drinking each other's blood. Megan Fox going on to say it's just a few drops, but yes, we do consume each other's blood on occasion for ritual purposes only. That makes sense. For yeah. ritual, if you guys aren't doing this, <laughs> yeah. 
Then what yeah. are you doing with your relationship? Here, the next time Casey gets a paper cut, I'm going to know what to do. Right? Oh, my gosh. She also said it's controlled. Yeah, it is controlled, okay? They're, these two are just so woo-woo. She is marrying the bridge. Fell in love with the bridge. Yeah, it is very, you know, it's f- interesting to see the same storylines, so to speak, be recycled from Angelina Jolie and Billy Bob Bob Thornton. It totally is. But then it's like, okay, is she serving this up for the kids who don't don't know about Angelina Jolie and Billy Bob? That's why we're here. We're here to bridge that gap. That's right. Oh, thank goodness. (laughs) Um, If you were concerned that Chris Pratt was going to be leaving the Marvel Cinematic Universe, director James Gunn is assuring you and assuring everyone that Chris Pratt will never be replaced in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, I think we were all staying up awake at night worrying about that. I know. (laughs) I mean, you know, he's got to squeeze in the Marvel Cinematic Universe between being the voice of Mario and Garfield the Cat. I know. Is he really both of those? Both of those. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Well, I'm sorry, but you know now. <laughs> now I know. Now I can know now. My apologies. All Thanks, right. Holly. You're welcome. Hey, Holly, we're going to check in on the roads, and then we got Study of Duh, and I've got a couple just for you, Brittany. Oh, yes. Until we get to Study of Duh, let's take a look at your My Talk traffic. That's right. Duh. This is really, I, I feel very... Um, uh, positive that this is not going to come to a surprise to either one of you. Um, and here's the study. The study was, do humans really have more empathy for animals than they do for other people? And the answer is yes. yes! <laughs> oh my gosh. It always, it's always, you know, you can't really quite believe believe it but yes that does seem like a study of duh even though at the heart of it doesn't it make you just a little bit yeah it's sad or a whole lot sad it's not great but i'll tell you what as soon as there's like a big war movie and everyone's on horses i always go please don't hurt the hurt the horse please don't hurt the horse well look at our movie dog i know that was so good and you were right being able to see PTSD through the point of view of, of that, that dog. dog was so yeah. eye-opening. And you have more empathy than like, you we know, do for, people. for people. Like if I just acted a fool right now compared to if a dog curled up, you know, and tore or something up. A lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Panting, yeah, I thought that was very eye-opening, but it is, it is every time one of these studies that do come out that shows that people have more empathy for animals than they do with other humans. It always is somewhat... Oh, yeah. Heartbreaking, heartbreaking, and they just wanted. They're always what they're always trying to do with these studies is they are trying to figure out where our empathy button is, if you will, in your brain, where which is basically you know the process of thinking about another living person who is suffering, and then you think of it as your own, but mm-hmm. we don't. They haven't been able to figure out how can we trigger that empathy thing. And I remember at our first project down in Dirty, where we spent the night at the fair, in the in the trailer, trailer. basically, yeah, heard, all of us. I've heard this story. We made Donnie go into the nursery because he just took up too much room and snored. And <laughs> we gave Ian lives. and Marjorie the bedroom because they were a married couple. Uh-huh. We had a race to find our sleeping space. Oh, it's like and Big we're Brother. talking about like this is like maybe a f- small fifth wheeler. Yeah, I got. It. <laughs> Yeah, it was not. It was tight quarters. Tight quarters. Julie and I got the dining room table or the kitchen table that converted into a bed. 
not, you know. But anyway, <laughs> we each got to pick our own charity. Yeah. And I picked, um, it was called the Harriet Tubman Center yeah, for, for I Domestic know, Violence. And now it's just called Tubman Alliance. Yep, yep. I've been there. Um, yeah, I've brought my dogs there before. Yes. Yeah. And for therapy or mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah well, the, just interact with kids. Yeah, they have a lot of kids that live there. Um, so everyone, each show picked a different thing. And every single day during the fair, there would be at least one or two people who would say to me, well, you know, if you'd picked the human or the humane society or, you know, p- pet rescue or they'd name some animal yeah. thing, I'd give you money, but I, I, I just can't give money to people oh who my. won't leave. Oh, and that's just the huge misconception. I mean, there's I mean, layers whoa. there. That's <laughs> when I knew. That's insane. That's when I knew, like, for me, wow, people have more empathy for animals than they do their fellow humans. Yeah. And it was Especially so, in a dynamic that they don't understand at all. I mean, that's... But it just goes to show you it's a human, and, and, and they would be very... <sighs> comfortable and i'd say i'd be like oh you know that's okay you know somebody else you know i wasn't yeah but i i that's i just i would just go to julia wow i said we got another one today who if we'd give if we'd made our charity not be people and had been animals we would have gotten a donation from them yeah and very out loud about it, you know, kind of. So that's that's actually really. That's I a, mean, there's just endless examples of people rough. empathizing with animals, but where they're trying to figure out how we can get more people to empathize with other. people. I think we're oversensitized by people dying in like movies and things like that. Really? Whereas, like wherever, whenever a dog, if there's a dog character and that dog dies, it's yep. such a few far in between. Right, it hits me harder. Oh, and we have that, like you know, the dog is or your pets never are mad at you whereas even though humans are great yeah. you just you it, yeah. yeah it's a it's a crazy we're, we're road complex yeah. okay yeah. so that's the okay duh. now that's a study of death now here's another it's not really a study of death but it intrigued me because um if you think about it like think let's think of Jurassic Park and let's think of when the Tyrannosaurus Rex you know, comes roaring out of the thing and it's so monstrous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's got so many teeth and everything, but we never really stopped to think about why the hell does that thing have such tiny little arms? <laughs> okay. Little... Why yeah. are they so little? <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. Okay. Yeah. I, that's I've never asked. Do you yeah. know? I know because I read this that they actually think that those are wings that they're supposed to go on the back of the body and they're the framework of wings. That's one theory. I've heard that with like velociraptors. I didn't know that was a thing. No, with, with T-Rex, T-Rex because they're you, so big. How they? Correct. Yeah. Are you? Well, incorrect. I mean, oh. it's a theory. You right, can't prove it wrong or right. That's why you scientists well, still get money. This was published in Acta Paleontology Polonica, which I only get. Twice a year. Okay. <laughs> that sounds- Just try saying paleontologist. I will not read that. Okay. So, paleontologists, yes, there have been theories about it, but the main thing that in this article that they seem to be settling on okay. for why does a T Rex have such baby arms? Because it would be like if a six foot human <laughs> had five inch arms. Yes. yes. It's, it's so unhelpful. It's so unhelpful. And the, according to a recent study, the scientists and the paleontologists believe the reason the iconic T Rex had such short arms was to protect them 
during feeding frenzies on carcasses when there would be good call one two three maybe four t-rexes all tearing away and they shrink to their tiny little size to prevent accidental or intentional amputation when a pack of t-rexes were feeding on a brontosaurus you know because i just don't they have know. massive heads and bone crushing teeth and so if you have these incredibly powerful jaws what if the t-rex next to you thinks you're getting a little too close they might warn you by biting off your hand and that's why because they apparently they would like feed on another big huge dinosaur and there'd be several of them i respect your theory and i respect your magazine but i do want to (laughs) say That they are saying that, you know, the little arms, and this is another theory. Okay. Think of like an ostrich. Like mm-hmm. the arms should be more back, and then there's feathers on them. So they're not like a flight bird, but like an ostrich running around. And I would say that, like, it's, I mean, it's not the worst theory. No, you're not alone in that theory. A lot of people, have, especially with like velociraptors, they feel like we, we see them with like leopard, or not leopard, but like lizard like skin. Yes. They, they, they think that a lot of these uh, right. dinosaurs had feathers right. as their skin. So, but, yeah. or their covering. But your magazine has a very fancy name, so it, it probably does. wins this round. And they said T, like T Rex youngsters, because yeah. remember, they didn't all grow that big. They had to have been a cute little baby. Baby T Rex at some point that that they would have been wise to wait until the larger adults were finished. To this day, I think that's with humans as well. Maybe, maybe. I'm scared to reach in anywhere with my and even crocodiles and Komodo dragons, which feed in packs and 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 you know they uh, also sometimes get bit. The whittle arms and they have little arms. The whittle whittle whittle. But they're pack (laughs) eaters. of carcasses. Just a theory. Okay, so your theory is starting to sound a little more legit. Basically, the the arms had no function at all. No. Because their legs, they could go fast. Yeah, you (laughs) couldn't reach your mouth with those arms. I know, everything is being done so that, there you go. If if your kid asks you, Mommy, why does a T-Rex have such little tiny arms? You can tell them. You say, go watch your iPad and leave Mommy alone. (laughs) We're busy. Okay, uh, all right. That's that's all I thank got. Thank you. The study of duh. The Another great round of. of duh. I mean, I'd have to say the T Rex one was pretty good. Yeah, you like that one. I do. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right. Just a wondering. Yeah. So should we? Uh, are we before we go? Should we get some people lined up for our little? Uh, oh, our giveaway? five contest. Yeah, we've do got we have a contest. We've got. I've got a nice trivia game set up for <gasps> what us do we here. We need two callers. We need uh, three callers. Okay, six five one six four one one zero seven one, and we've got a. Contest to give away Maroon 5 tickets. They're coming this fall at the Excel. Yep. Playing a little Maroon 5 there. Yeah, a little memories. You know, this one's popular with the Don and Steve show. It's the Durr Up song, so I thought I could throw that out there for us. But yes, we've got three contestants on hold right now. We've got Casey, Melissa, and Terry. Now, I have a multiple choice question here, and you guys are going to give me which one of these is false. So I've got three fun facts about Maroon 5, and I want... The listener to give me which one is false, the correct one to give me the false answer will win tickets to Maroon Five. All right. So it's like two truths and a lie. Two truths and a lie, exactly. Okay. So Who's starting. Le- we're gonna start out with Casey. Casey. Casey, how you doing today? I'm good. All right. So did you hear how that went? Two truths and a lie. I'm gonna give you uh, 
few options here. You're going to give me the one that is false. Are you ready to go? Yep. All right. Okay. So now again, tell me which one of these is false. A, Adam Levine has acted on the television series American Horror Story. B, Adam Levine has known Jason Siegel and Jake Gyllenhaal since kindergarten. Or C, Adam Levine and Maroon 5 performed at the Pepsi Halftime Show in 2020. I'm going to say the false one is that the kindergarten, that they've known each other since kindergarten. I'm sorry. They have, in fact, known each other, and they are still friends to this day. That's the one I was going to pick. I didn't know that. Right? Isn't that a fun little fact? Please, Casey. I would have been, if you'd been my lifeline, I would have gone with you. I really felt like you got that one. (laughs) All right. Well, hey, thanks for calling in, Casey. Casey, Casey, I'm sorry that Grant's so mean to you. (laughs) Right. All right. Now we've got Melissa on the phone. Melissa, you ready to go? Tell me which one of these is not true, okay? Okay, I'm ready. All right, Adam Levine has acted on the television series American Horror Story. B, Adam Levine has known Jason Siegel and Jake Gyllenhaal since kindergarten. Or C, Adam Levine and Maroon 5 performed at the Pepsi Halftime Super Bowl Halftime Show in 2020. I think, I think I'm going to say C, just because I think it was a different year than 2020. Oh! Yes, you are. In fact, it was 2019 when he did his infamous shirtless halftime show. Oh, my gosh, Melissa. How the heck did you remember that? I think it was because I remembered it wasn't really that close to COVID time. Mm -hmm. Ah, there you go. Exactly. In 2020, we were blessed with Shakira shaking her hips, which I remember Casey was glued to the television like most men. Yeah, Mm -hmm. most men were. And J-Lo looking as sexy as hell on that stage. Doing the slide. Yes. So, well, Melissa, you have won a pair of tickets to go see Maroon 5 at the Excel Energy Center on August 13th. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. So, congratulations. Mel, have fun. That's exciting. Yes, That's and, exciting. and take somebody concert worthy. Yes, or make them oh, work for it. Yeah, okay. like hanging over a few people's heads and see who impresses you. All right, Grant will get your it has information. To be somebody who really likes Maroon Five. That's yeah. right. That's, That's exactly it. And we'll dance. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Grant's going to get her information. Here's a little breaking news. I couldn't be happier about this. Oh, I'm excited. I was kind of wondering because I haven't seen him in any of her. Insta, but Madonna has broken up with her boyfriend <gasps> after almost four years together. Yay. He's 28, she's 63, so it is. It was always concerning to me a 35 year age difference and the relationship of four. That it went on for four years. Well, yeah, and I think the big thing that you and I, it's not like we normally care about, you know, who's dating who with age differences, but I think that affected her a lot with trying to keep up with the youngins on a level that was, like, unhealthy for her. Agreed. Yeah, so I... I would blame many things she did on her boyfriend, like it was his influence. He thought it would be cool. And to me, I mean... 
Yeah, we see 63-year-old men with 28-year women, and I yell at those women, run, run, oh, get away, sure. get away. Yes. You're going to be 48, and he's going to be 83. Nah, and even them, they you know, buying up something that you don't think they should be. Yeah. They're trying to keep up with the youngins as well. And you, you just saw it. It seems so apparent with Madonna. She couldn't well, let go, it seemed like. No, no. She loves her dancers from her tours. Yeah, this yeah. has been her thing. Well, She's not really... Since, um, I think, what's his name? Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. Well, Sean Penn broke her heart. Guy Ritchie broke her heart. There's yeah. probably been other guys, but those are the other two guys she was married to. I think one of the reasons she liked dating someone that she... Because he was on her Rebel Heart tour. Uh-huh. And it's like... It's safer. She's, yes, she's 100% in control yeah. and all of that, but... Uh, I know. I just you know she's going to end up picking up somebody in the exact same age group, though. Or maybe not. Maybe, maybe she's not. Gonna, maybe she's t- tired of, maybe she's not going to want that. But maybe she like, has really sworn off ever getting serious with a guy I her see own that. age yeah. again or around that because, you know... One where her, yeah, it's all whatever her goals are, right? Yeah. Like, it's not that big of a deal. But, yeah, I just, I always want Madonna's just, just I'm not saying embrace something you're not. But well, like, here's what she wrote. Okay, let's hear it. On Instagram. Karma said, when somebody in your life is not right for you, God will continuously use them to hurt you until you become strong enough Whoa. to let them go. Whoa. So he had side chicks, uh, you know, that's what I think. And yeah, it's got to be something. You know, money from her and she just didn't see it because she was just being, you know, foolish and thinking i mean i don't know it's very hard to tame a 28 year old it's so rare that a celebrity <laughs> will not just say like we are you know splitting and we're going our own ways or whatever she's like yeah it was time yeah. this guy did me wrong and he proved that he should not be in my life yeah. over and that's over. not a cryptic tweet it's, at all it's not and i love it thank oh, no. you for thank once you. a celebrity breakup that has some real life to it yes <laughs> i know it and i've been wanting her to break up forever so i'm gonna have to well julia's at the airport right now probably scrolling through her phone and sending me this text too. <laughs> i was she'll, gonna say we'll get you'll get up. it in 20 minutes in 20 minutes <laughs> she, she's at the airport she's looking at the scrolling Lori, through everything Brittany. thank you it's yes. been lovely thanks thank guys I, I love coming in all right grant see you tomorrow see you guys we'll have maroon five again yes job done off you go